0: Cain and King. Fireball. My the Friday My agenda. Agenda. My agenda. agenda. This is the Friday Agenda. We do it every Fireball Friday, and it's thanks to Coolabar Turf. Coolabar Turf supplying Victorians with premium instant turf. Um, what's on your agenda?
1: Oh, I just want to get the lay of the land. We, it's early, okay, so I'll give you some wiggle room later in uh, the pre season competition but i just want to just find out the tears on your ladder as
0: we speak because so you don't doing like best. doing ladders no, i hate doing pre-season predictions. well we
1: found out that if you get paid for something you generally do it hence the boxing <laughs> match coming up soon and uh anyway i digress um who are your top four locks
0: give me have you got two oh, or three teams that are absolutely yes. who yes who you got um i've only got two two i've got three like so. Got, I've got two top four locks, lock in Brisbane and lock in Collingwood. Haven't you been big on Carlton? Yes, but I'm not prepared to lock them in. So if I had to go to the next rung of... Top four challenges? Top four challenges. I, I, I like Carlton and I really like Sydney. As a challenger? As a, as a top four. So that, they would be my four... Preferences to finish. So top your four locks left.
1: are Collingwood Brisbane in yep. the next bracket to challenge for the top 4 Mm-hmm. So effectively three through sort of depends how far you go.
0: Mhm.
1: You've got Carlton. Have you I've got just m- gone to four? Have you got Melbourne? No. Have no, you got, I don't have Melbourne. Have you got um you're gonna to have to ring Kenny again today. Have Don't you got have Port, Port Adelaide? Haven't. You haven't, no. <laughs> you haven't how got. How's that,
0: Port? How that go oh. on, Give us an example of how that phone
1: call. Was. Okay, Kane, how are you? how how are you going, buddy? Um, you haven't got us in there. What? Um, uh, <laughs> Who I, have you got? I, I've got the, as challenges. I've got Melbourne. I think everyone's jumping off Melbourne too quick.
0: Yeah. Port Adelaide A lot of injuries.
1: St Kilda, Sydney, and GWS. I think all those teams can challenge for
0: top four. Can the dogs? Because you were big on the dogs last they're week.
1: Big on them. I think they're better than what people are saying.
0: I think you said you're a buyer. I'm a buyer. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, yeah, I'm a buyer. But I don't have to have them winning the flag. No, no, no. I just thought you I've... might have
0: them as a, a challenger. So you, you, Not for top you four. Had, if you had your kahunas in a vice, <laughs> who would you say will finish higher St Kilda or the Western Bulldogs?
1: <laughs> I think that was the term I used during the break. with I can't believe you went on here with that. Um, Testicles. <laughs> no, probably St Kilda because um, I'm in love with their youngsters.
0: All right. All right. Who are your top four locks? Let us know. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. 736 736 is the Friday agenda. Just on the, the Bulldogs, a report last night on Channel 9 Tension between um, yeah. Luke Beveridge and, and Chris Grant. Of course, the review, um, some of the findings made Chris Grant go to a new role when there's a new head of football there's a couple of head of footballs. How distracting is that, do you think, for the club if the football operations man and the coach aren't seeing eye to eye and the, and the coach isn't directly reporting to Chris Grant anymore? The question for me is should Chris Grant have stayed on?
1: Post-review, if you're being moved out of the football area because for, for whatever reason it's not seen as plain sailing, whether you argue with the coach or you've got a differing opinion you know, or you've, you've hired and fired some that the coach hasn't hasn't uh, endorsed, you've done enough for the club, Chris. I, yeah. I, I, would, I, I would exit stage left rather than fight the process and become a hindrance rather
0: than uh, the answer. Does a strong football club make that decision for him? I mean, if he's not prepared to see that, I think I think you're right. And I don't know, I doubt whether he'll be there this time next year or even by the end of, of this season. I think one of Luke Beveridge or Chris Grant, if not both, may not be there depending on how the results go. But I, I can't see Chris being there for this season. And so the question is, does a strong board, does a strong CEO make that decision for him. So, if you missed it, the report on Channel Nine last night is that the relationship between Chris Grant and Luke Beveridge is strained. Uh, it was well known that Beveridge wanted to keep the part of assistant coach Rowan Smith last year, according to Braden Ingram on Channel Nine last night. So, yeah, just another so distraction on uh, that. At the Dogs
1: on that, right? I and mean, we had this discussion regarding Ross Lyon. How much control of your football club should the coach have? And I think it's as much control as he wants. In the end, they are the number one figure of your football club. They are the mm. face of your football club. And if you're going to take on an AFL coaching role, it's a pretty hot seat. You want everyone rowing in the same direction at all times for you. And if that's not the case, well, sorry, but you've got to go. Do you Has agree that with that? Has been
0: the criticism around Luke, though, that he's had too much control and the results haven't been there in the last couple of years, so they've now set to remove... As much control as he's had, and put some people around him that are actually going to challenge him and challenge the way that he thinks. Yeah, well, I, don't well, think I think that's a bad thing. Is I it? think
1: that's the wrong way to go. Okay.
0: I think you give the coach. Then you, then you get a lot of yes men around you. But if you if you're not
1: performing, if you don't stack the wins, then you're under pressure because you've created this environment. Mm. This is. But your... they'll
0: say they haven't had those results in the last two years. Yeah. So let's change it. Let's so he's under pressure. different. Yeah. But, but well, if we you, know that.
1: If you disarm the coach, what have you got then? You, got, you haven't got the coaches set up. You've got someone else's set up that you're asking the coach to make hay with. I, I don't yeah, agree with that.
0: I think it's particularly difficult when he's set in his ways of this is how I've done it and I've had success doing it that way. Now you want to remove the way that I've always done it. And yeah. th- this is why I just don't think it's uh, – strong footy clubs win and those that are stable off the field usually win. And for me, uh, this has got disaster written all over it. Well, because it's stable there's, though. There's, what,
1: what, isn't stability giving the coach what he wants, what he thinks is the best chance to hit for him to win games well, of football?
0: It, yeah, if you look at the people that, say, Geelong have had in their football department, really strong figures, strong coach, strong CEO, strong head of football that have been there for a while. Collingwood, how, how they got their stability back with the off-field roles. And then, yeah, you allow the coach to cook. But I still think you've got to have those in there that can challenge the coach and have strong people around him. That's what the Bulldogs have tried to do. But for them, they're trying to change the way that Luke's done it for so long. And that's gonna. I think that's going to be difficult for a competitive coach who has had success doing it his way. Now they're asking him to do it a different way with a complete new set of staff that he's never worked with before.
1: Yeah. I've got no problem with the staff changing as long as the coach is the one that initiates that change Mm. and sees an area in his program or recognizes a a shortcoming, and then he can make those changes. But if you disarm him in that decision-making process and surround him with people that he's not really desiring, then Mm. what are you doing there? You're setting him up to fail.
0: So you 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 like the the Saints model?
1: Well, I don't think there's any other option. If you're going to say he's your man as coach – let him set the, 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 the edges up the way that he wants. And if it's short of 100% buy-in and support for the coach, get him out.
0: one three hundred seven three six seven three six. if you want to join in the discussion on the agenda. Hey, Nick Dacos said something that you wanted to play last night.
1: Oh, I just, I just love, I, I, I love hearing this.
0: I think everyone's sort of come back running or lifting PBs in the gym. So it's super exciting for us heading into the year knowing that we've probably grown on last year with our list depth and um, there's so many players ready to go. It's an addictive feeling, that winning feeling and and what we experienced on the last day of September. A lot of players that missed out in the grand final living that out and really driving that within the club and and driving the motivation to get there and and achieve um, what we achieved last year.
1: There's a big difference between Premiership hangover and Premiership hunger. Mm. They, They want it again. And it's an easy thing to say, but you can see it with them. They've got this group of leaders, and and now these younger players are in this leadership group as well. That just are just challenging everyone in the play. It's amazing to see. And and I know I don't talk like this about the, the previous mm. premier. I don't, because I think it's inc- so difficult to go back to back. But the way they've set up this football club, it, it is it's a pleasure to watch and to listen to. And he's right. The running volume of Collingwood this year bowl reports. Is thirty to forty percent up on last year. That that's a massive starting point.
0: The best media performer I think we've got in the game is Nick Dacos. Like he doesn't he doesn't put a word out of place. Mm. Now it may be a, he's not going to give you any headlines, but he's, perfect. He's, he's perfect. He's like perfect. If you're the coach of a player, you would have no issue putting him up in front of the media every single time. And he's in his he hasn't even started his third season um, yet. It's a testament to him. Uh, And the family doesn't put a word out of place. right, let's take a couple of your calls. Ray's on the road. You want to speak about the over and unders this morning, Brisbane. Uh, Sorry, Ray, how do you see Brisbane? Uh, Yeah, I'm actually, if you um, take a deep breath, Kingy, I'm going to predict that Brisbane won't make the grand final. I'm not saying they're no good. They're one of the top teams in the league. I just think if you have a clinical look at that grand final last year, people say they're unlucky to lose. I think they were damn lucky to get that close. Collingwood had 30 shots to their 21 or 20, and Craig McClay totally dismantled their, their game plan. So I have great fears for Brisbane. I think they'll be in the top six, but I don't think they'll make the grand final. So uh, that's my sort of take on it. I, I just look at that grand final from a, a neutral point of view. There is no way no, you can make an excuse for Brisbane. Every single line, people tell you they've got champions. They were a better team than Collingwood. They were going to kick more goals, blah, blah, blah. And they got dismantled and embarrassed. Good on you, Ray. Thanks for your thoughts on the Tigers. Let's go to Pete in Gladstone Park. You want to speak about uh, an Essendon youngster, Pete. Who is it? Absolutely. I've been doing a bit of track
1: watching. And uh, Kingy, this is why you're number one analyst in the AFL, mate. That
0: Archie Roberts will definitely
1: start. Uh, First game this year, best on ground last week in the practice match. The game before that showed a lot of potential, so definitely he'll he'll make it. He wasn't even on uh, the rookie of the the year odds. I had to ring up sports bet to get him put on.
0: So (laughs) no one, no
1: one's no. What'd you get, Pete? Hundred and one. Oh, no. I see. You hey. talk to Josh about that. You should get a thousand or one if they're not on the sheet.
0: Agree. Agree with that, Pete. The over and under for your bombers is eleven and a half. You won eleven last year. Are they going to go over? <laughs> not. Oh, I think they will. <laughs> Not confident at all. No, not confident. (laughs) Drive a truck through that pause there. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you, mate. Appreciate your contribution to the show. We'll put you back to Sammy. He'll find you a prize out of his prize draw, um, and it'll be something good. That was the agenda for Coolabar Turf, Victoria's award-winning grower and supplier of premium instant turf and lawn for life.